so you know what pisses me off? What? Like, I don't think it's fair that you have to work out for your entire life. <laughs> I just took a sip of my coffee. No, I'm really pissed about this. Because here's the thing. Like, years ago, I had a trainer and I was like on this like health kick and I got like super fit. Mm -hmm. And then I decided, okay, cool. You reached your goal. Like now enjoy life. And then I went through this whole like trying to find like self-worth not in that. Yeah. So I got squishy and out of shape. And then now I'm like, that's not fair that I have to do it again. <laughs> It, it really does suck. It's so you're not telling fair. me, no matter how fit you get, you still have to work out every day of your life. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a bunch of bullcrap. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's a well. It needs to. The goal is to make it like a well-oiled machine. But I hate be honest. It. <laughs> I was thinking about that. So yesterday um, was my first time working out in quarantine. Tell them the number. Tell them the number. <laughs> what number? Of how, how, how long has it been? Oh, I don't even know. But in quarantine, quarantine, what, 58, 58 days. So um, at the beginning of quarantine, we we're like, yeah, we're all going to get fit. But I wasn't there yet. Well, also, I think no one knew how long it was going to be. Yeah. So in the beginning, it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is going to be like, this. what, two weeks, three weeks? Like, we could do that. Yeah. No one knew. No, no one knew. No. And and we all fell short. That's for sure. It wasn't yeah. a one person succeeded no, and no, no one no. didn't. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, and then I just kind of was like, uh, and then I was eating healthy, and then I wasn't. And then I finally came to this point, which has been cool, because I've talked about on here before, like, the whole, like, body confidence, body positivity has been, like, something I've struggled with my whole life. Um. And I think it never has worked because I've always done it for a reason that was outside of myself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. to, to get a guy to like me, to fit in with a friend group, to, you know, just for like basically other people's opinions. And so I've been going through this whole journey and I'm, I'm really happy with where I am right now because the reason I did it was because I wanted to for myself yeah. to be healthy. Yeah. So it was like really cool because um, I reached out to my old trainer who's like literally the only person who could tell me to do like three sets of anything that I won't argue with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I reached out to him and he sent me a workout and it was a struggle, but like I did it and I felt great after. But today I can't even successfully sit on the toilet without wanting to actually die. But <laughs> my it's a legs, bittersweet thing, right? I mean, it's great because you're like, oh, yeah, like I killed it, but it's not great because everything hurts. Right. But like, in, so in my head, one of the best things about lifting any kind of weight mm -hmm. or doing any kind of workout like that that's not just cardio is there's this thing called an afterburn. Uh -huh. And if you oh, did yeah, yeah, yeah. anything like that. Um, you will continue to burn calories from that weightlifting or workout yeah. that you did with weights um, even into the next day. Yeah, I've heard. Which means that you are currently still burning from that workout. You did the, that that's is the great. best move. Yeah, <laughs> like all in all, like that's the best thing you yeah, could have yeah, done. Yeah. No, so yeah, it's I'm, like bittersweet. Super, I'm super pumped about it, but oh my gosh, I forgot like what real soreness felt like. Yeah. And I remember when I first started training like years ago, experiencing that and being like holy crap like mm -hmm. I feel because I always did sports but it's a different 
when you like weight lift, it's a different type of sore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a date with the Theragun later today, but anyways, so that's what made me think this morning I woke up and I was like, this is a bunch of crap. I don't yeah. want to work out for the rest of my life because I'm lazy. Yeah. But I have to. Yeah. And you know what? I think everyone has a, a degree of like having to come to that realization. Like yeah. something for me that has always been um, a motivation to work out is my future husband. And it's always been that. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I remember the, my first time, my first gym membership at LA Fitness. I remember getting it because I was like, I'm going to be hot for my husband. And it's <laughs> been like that ever since. But like one day I'm going to be married. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now what's the goal? Like, it shouldn't be him. It should yeah. be me. No, that's and so, so everyone true. has this different con- con- context in their head for why they're doing something. Yeah. But it shouldn't be anything else other than yourself. Yeah. Like, foundationally, it has yeah. to be yourself. Yeah. That's like the whole, like, when, wow, we're just really jumping in we here. We just dove right like, in. I'm into yeah. it. Let's okay. Go. Um, that's like the whole in relationships where you give ultimatums or, like, you ask for change and I always tell my friends I'm like okay any person can be like yeah I love you I'll change for you but if it comes out of like oh I don't want to lose you so I'll do this because I have to it's not lasting no and and without fail there's um resentment there's like you know backsliding there's all that stuff that happens and so I think that's what I've realized with this whole journey is like I had to come to a place where I love myself no matter what I look like or what which is so stupid we've talked about this I don't Mm -hmm. get why there's like this unspoken like definition of what a body should look like like that's so annoying right but I genuinely love who I am right now and I love my body and all of the squish that comes with it and Mm -hmm. I know like I know that like it part of being sexy right is like the confidence that you have like if you walk into a room and you carry yourself knowing like you're hot and you're worth people thinking that then other people are going to catch on to that and be like wow you know what I mean so it's like I had to get there first and then now it's because I want I want to be able to like keep up with people on like activities I don't want to be like yeah sorry I can't go on that hike because I know I'm going to be behind all y'all while you're like having fun enjoying the view and I'm like literally choking on my own spit (laughs) so it's like I I got a great visual (laughs) image it was so good (laughs) so it's like yeah there has to be reasons they're like yeah I want to be a mom and I want my body to be like the healthiest Mm -hmm. to like grow a human inside or like to play with my kids someday so yeah I think it's like coming to to that point to where now it's like, yeah, I still don't like love it, but I actually like look forward to it because I know I want to be healthy yeah, and I don't have to be a stick. Like that's not the end yeah. goal. The goal is just to get my body healthy, whatever that looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, 100%. It's, it's so interesting. Um, I, I went through a similar thing and Taryn knows about this already. I'm probably talked about this on the podcast as well, but like I went through a very unhealthy phase of like just trying to be skinny. Yeah. And I, I literally got there and it's so sad because I don't think I got there, but I look back at the pictures now and uh-huh. I'm just like, wow, I yep. did it. Like I literally, yep. I was there, but I can remember how I felt back then and I was miserable and I thought yeah. I looked super fat and I didn't fit in anything when the truth was like, no, everything was super loose on me yeah, and it looked terrible on me because I was really skinny, Yeah, but I was miserable at that time. So well, I got and- to a point where I've, I now love, I have a little bit of a stomach. I have thicker thighs now, 
but I'm happy. And I'm like, Girl. that is my body's healthiest place. I think you're hot as hell. <sighs> Babe. Babe. Thanks, girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's so. And I think the key is like you said you were miserable. And that's what I'm saying is I think that shown, shown through, showed through. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Because, yeah, it's like you can look at someone's like body alone. But if you don't have like that spark and that light and even the way like you carry yourself. I was literally eating canned tuna and calling it lunch. That is my definition of hell. Yeah. It's bad. Thank God I'm going to heaven because I love Jesus Christ. But if I had to define hell, it would be sitting in a dark room And it wasn't good. I convinced myself that it was good. And I put a a whole lot of hot sauce and stuff to like (laughs) doctor it up. But like it wasn't good. I was so upset. Anyways, sure. we digress from... This was great. I would love to... Maybe someday we can do um, like a body positivity episode. Yeah. Um, where we like have people send in questions and we do just like one of those... I, we've done a few of those episodes where mm-hmm. it was like not necessarily like a giant story, but it was just you guys sending in stuff. So let us know. Um, maybe hit us up in the socials or whatever because I think it's something we're both super passionate about and we both come from totally different angles of it yes which I think is valuable because I think one of the the things to remember and this is with like any topic is everybody has a different sting or a different hurt or a different viewpoint of something you Mm -hmm. know so I might I have different insecurities and hurts that you don't have Mm -hmm. and you probably thrive in areas that I don't and vice versa. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, it could be a cool thing and maybe we can like bring a guest into, but yeah, I I think that'd be cool. Also, it's so interesting just knowing like our, the backgrounds that we come from, like you're very, you were very sports centered, Uh but eat whatever. I was very non-athletic in any way, but very clean and healthy when we grew up and like how that affects you later in life, you know? Interesting. Yeah, because girl, save that second, for another. <laughs> the second sports stop, right? You're like, right. Why am I getting chunky? Right. Like, well, that's well. like that's one of those big things of um, like college athletes in college. Like yeah. once they finish college, if they don't continue in that, ninety uh, percent of the time yeah. they start gaining weight because they're just not working out like they were. Yeah, because it was like intense workouts yeah. all the time. So you well, could burn through everything. Ryan, when he graduated so he played college football mm-hmm. Ryan's Terrence youngest oh, brother yeah, yeah my brother um and the one most of you are in love with but he's taken ladies he's, so sorry he's gone um can't have him <laughs> he it was funny because I remember like I got mad at him because he was like dude Terry like I'm getting look I'm getting chunky and he pinched like an inch of skin on his stomach right and I was like you're so annoying but but that's the whole thing like you feel it within your body yeah and he went from doing literally hours of working out like they had trainers they had people talking to him about what to eat and whatever to not as much and and he was like I feel a change in my body and I don't like it yeah so him and my brother like work out all the time together but Mm -hmm. it is crazy how like slight life changes yeah, and they catch up with you. Like a lot of times you don't realize until you're like, Oh my God, I can't even climb the stairs right now without like (laughs) huffing and puffing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, it's so crazy how people forget that food is just as important as workouts, but you can't just eat clean if you're not being active. Yeah. So it's like, it literally goes hand in hand. And where's that balance of Mm -hmm. not being miserable, but you know what I mean? Like today I got a latte 
but it's like that I needed that to, for my morning. So it's like, how do you like balance out what you want? What's and again, yeah. you know, just wanting to be skinny is not, it's not a solid enough reason. Like there yeah. has to be that foundational stuff where you're loving yourself in the act. Cause if not, then you're constantly going to be like, you still don't look good enough. You're not enough. I have to keep going. Cause you're not enough. And mm-hmm. that's such a, like a toxic thought pattern to have. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really interesting. And I think it's something that literally everyone has struggled with. I've never heard of one person that's just been like, mm-hmm. I've loved my body since literally birth, no you know? One. Yeah. So I think it's something we should definitely talk about. And it's, and it's one of those things that's a cycle and you always are going to deal with it. So it's like, it's good to just have those reminders. So I'm pumped. I think we should do it. Absolutely. I think things like this are definitely heightened in, mm-hmm. you know, worldwide pandemics oh, God, when you yeah. can't leave the house. Yep. Um, a lot of us dive into a lot of emotional struggles during this time and food is one of those yeah. quick fixes. Yep. Um, so uh, if you guys want to talk about this with us, we would love to. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely send us your emails. If you haven't sent us an email yet, um, what's our email address, Taryn? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. She was like mouthing it for me. <laughs> um, go ahead and send us an email there. We would love to hear from you guys and get this conversation rolling. That would be so fun. Also, yeah. if you haven't yet, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook. We both have our personal Instas. So uh, yep. follow us there. You can contact us through the DMs there as well. Yeah. And we do have a YouTube which we we're understanding that it's not as entertaining because you can't see us right now. We get it. So we're going to try to start uploading just some fun videos on there too. So I have seen a lot of comments of people saying that they don't have an iPhone and don't have Spotify. Okay. Because if you have an iPhone, then you have Apple podcasts. Yeah. But if you don't have an iPhone, the next best option is Spotify. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have Spotify, YouTube is the free space oh, to yeah, listen. So, so a lot of sense. people are listening on YouTube no matter what. Also, so it's a good thing. I don't, I'm, I like to put stuff up on my TV. Mm-hmm. So my phone's free and I can like wander around the room without it being just like this tiny source of like volume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something too, if you have a smart TV, mm-hmm. I've, I've been really into that. Like just projecting some type of sound or entertainment on the TV. Um, so yeah, do it. Oh crap. I have not put up the video from <laughs> this week. I will do that. A right reminder. Away. That Sorry, was Mark. our reminder. <laughs> um, anyways, did, did we, did we have a tearing it up today? I have... I have one. Um, do you have one too? I do have one. Maybe we should, should we do both? I'm I'm kind of down. We have time. Maybe so. we can save one to end with and that Ooh. way like, okay. Ooh, I love that. Um, hold on. I'm setting an alarm to post the video because I don't want <laughs> you to need get that. yelled at. I'll go ahead and do my turn it up Perfect. first then. Um, guys, this one got me. This one's really funny. If you guys don't know what a tearing it up is, we have a segment in our podcast where we share awkward, embarrassing stories, strictly awkward and embarrassing stories. Taryn has had a lot of them. So that's why we titled it tearing it up. Um, I just want to add, there's also another category to it that that I think people should just be aware of. For sure, for sure. So there's definitely awkward. There's definitely embarrassing. And then there's the things that you're like, did that really just happen to me? Like, you know, all the people that are like, if I jumped in the ocean, I would be the person that got attacked by the shark. Yeah. Like the, that also qualifies because that is like the shock too factor. Yeah. Like the things where you sit there and you're like, that is not, that's not possible. Right. How did that just happen? So yeah. that's, that's another 
category. Continue. Well, I am very pleased to say that my tearing it up today, I think, fulfills all three categories. Shut up. Yes. Oh, I'm into it. The title is, wait, <laughs> there is no title. Wait, oh. she put the, her intro in the title. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, got that it, got really it. threw me off there for a second. Oh, got it. She starts off with, hi, guys. I love your podcast so much, and it's the only thing getting me through quarantine. Oh. Honored. So kind. I would like to stay anonymous, but for the sake of the podcast, you can call me Alexa. Girl, I don't blame you. <laughs> oh, God. <Story>. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is more of a funny story to make you laugh. So a couple of years ago, my nan sadly passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. And we were at a funeral and there was a time for us to just bow our heads and think of memories and grieve with our families. And in this time, I felt so bad because I couldn't focus on my nan. All that I could think about was how much I needed to poop. Ashley Nicole, I, know. I, I don't know. think I've ever heard you just say that word without <laughs> dancing around it. I'm, I'm doing so it. proud of you. <laughs> I'm doing it for Alexa. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. She continued. Come on. Uh, she <laughs> she I, hit the right one. Did yeah, you, you did great. I'm you so did sorry. Great. She's That's memorizing it. it. Please go. She continues, I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom as it would disrupt everyone. So stupid little me tried to hold it in for the entire funeral. Ooh, those can be lengthy. That's 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 a long time, especially yeah. when people are crying. Like they just it just keeps going. Yeah. It just keeps going. We're talking hours. Yeah. Then I had a moment when I suddenly felt something in my pants. Stop. I went bright red and my mom quickly asked me if I was okay. I said, I'm fine, <laughs> just a bit hot. Then the funeral ended and people started to leave. I realized that if I stood up, my secret would be revealed and I would never live it down. So I waited for everyone to leave. My excuse when people came up and asked me if I was okay was that I needed to, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing myself. I'd be like, I just need a minute. <laughs> yeah. Her excuse was that she needed a quick touch-up moment, so she would meet everyone at her granddad's later, where everyone was going after the funeral. Oh, God. So I sat there awkwardly, pretending to put a bit more bronzer on. (laughs) Then I strolled to the toilets, trying to look as normal as possible, (laughs) and sorted myself out. Thankfully, no one questioned me, and this is my first time ever telling anyone. Wow. I just want to say I was 22 when this happened, so it wasn't like I was a two-year-old who pooped (laughs) their pants on the daily (laughs) thanks so much for taking the time to read this terrible story bye (laughs) oh my god i I can't imagine what that must be like but i can really relate to her that is exactly what i would have done i wouldn't have told a soul i would have sat there acting even though i was sad like i would have really put on a show of like how devastated i was yeah for the loss of my grandmother and waited for everyone to leave. But I, I know in my head, Alicia wouldn't have left. She would have waited for me. And yeah. I would have to come up with a story to get her to leave. <laughs> you wouldn't even tell her? I don't think so. <laughs> I definitely don't think so. Oh I think I'd be God. too mortified. But, I mean, she'd probably find out. But ideally, Dude. I wouldn't want a soul to know. Yeah, Isn't that funny? It's funny how there's, like, this age. And we talked about, like, even, like, third as young as, like, third grade. Where it's, yeah. like saying you did anything in your pants is yeah. like not appropriate anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think I shared like when I peed myself in high school and I like walked into my mom's bed and I was like, mom, I just peed my pants. She was like, get out. And I was like, <laughs> understandable. I just shared the one where I peed on my friend's couch. Yeah. yeah, that was 
It's, it's so happened funny. twice to me actually, where I just laughed too hard yeah. that I lost it. And but like at a funeral, at a funeral's hard. And, and the other, and the other, <laughs> the other one, the that must not be named. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I knew you would be. I feel like I really the wanted last, to share it. So I was like, we have to. Do yeah. It. I feel like the last few bathroom stories you've brought to the table. Yeah. Proud of you, boo. I've just been like, that's too good to not yeah. share. Proud well, of you. there's there's like gross stories and then there's like funny gross stories yeah. where it's like, no, that's a whole other yeah, level. It's a very thin line. Yeah. You usually don't know you're past it until <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah, past it. Until so. it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Um, okay, well, I will go ahead and do my story. Okay, this one is titled Depressed and Lonely. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I know y'all get this about a million times, but I'm so obsessed with unsolicited advice. I listen to it every week and I've gotten some pretty good advice from listening to y'all, even on things I didn't know I needed advice on. Mm -hmm, Same. And boy, oh boy, do I need some advice right now. Before I even get into it, well, first of all, thank you. That was really That sweet. means so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Every time you guys gas us up in the beginning, I'm always like, stop it, but continue. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, okay, before you even get into it, I apologize in advance because I know this email is going to be super lengthy and depressing, but I'm honestly just going through it right now. I love that. I love that too. I think that's so valuable is just to be able to be like, hey, like I'm in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've gotten really good at that in this house is of just saying like, hey, like I'm in a funk, like I'm not doing well. And just like when you admit that, it just automatically makes everyone like, oh, I understand like why you're acting that way or yeah, I'm going to check in on you, but I'm also going to give you space. So I think it's super valuable to just like say it, you know, 100 percent. Also, just some uh, some background. My name is. Caitlin, you can share my name. I was like, oh, shoot. Um, I'm 20 years old. I'm a Virgo, and I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So basically, I overthink everything, and I try to avoid conflict and negativity as much as possible. Mm, I'm usually... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Relatable. uh, The seven's the enthusiast. Yes. That's interesting that... Because a wing is an eight, which is the challenger, Mm -hmm. right? So it's interesting. Our seven's usually avoidant of conflict i think stereotypically no but um that just goes to show like the enneagram astrology none of that stuff is is like 100 percent. you know everyone's different six is the what's the six loyalist and they're the ones that like overthink stuff yes okay okay so she's probably seven wing 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 six six. yeah that makes sense I overthink everything and try to avoid conflict and negativity as much as possible. I'm usually the positive, goofy, weird friend in my group. Same. <laughs> All, um, anyways, life in quarantine has been super hard for me. I've had some family issues, living situation issues, and just life has not been very positive for me. 
A little over two months ago, my boy, my boyfriend and I broke up. Long story short, we dated for a year, broke up for nine months, and then got back together. But this time, we only lasted three and a half months. It's a really long, complicated story, but basically, we are both really in love with each other. I still kind of am, and I'm sure he is too, but we both uh, live completely different lives, so we decided it just wasn't going to work out. Dude, those are the most, like, heart-shattering breakups. Yeah. Like, when you both, and that was kind of my breakup, like, we both were so in love with each other, but just realized, like, it just was not healthy. Like, it wasn't working out. And that's where it's so hard, because it's so much easier to be like, I hate you, you betrayed me, you did this, so I'm moving on because, like, you're done. You know what I mean? Uh But when you still, like, love each other, yeah, that's so hard. Yeah, that's really hard. It's hard when it's... The feelings are still there, but your your head is telling you like it's you know it's yeah. not right, but the heart still is. It's is like very the, much attached. Yeah, it's the difference from like when you're younger and you just like someone because they're cute mm-hmm. or they make you laugh, and then when you get older, it's like, well, do we want the same things? Like, do our lives like go in the same path? Do we have the same values? It sucks when you get older. Yeah, there's so many other factors. Yeah, my biggest um. My, like, biggest breakup with one of my exes was um, because, like, he be- was, was I was a Christian and he wasn't. Yeah. And I personally let it go too far, but, like, um, 100%, like, we were 100% in love. Yeah. So that made it really hard because it was, like, this is, we're, we're on completely different yeah. levels of what we believe in. And yeah. how will that affect our relationship how will that affect our kids yeah who are we going to be friends with like that changes everything so it yeah. was one of those things where it's just like no it, it's not gonna it's work so heartbreaking yeah oh yeah. that's so rough um I also live in a two-bedroom apartment by myself so my friend decided to stay with me after the breakup because I don't like living alone Recently, our friend group has been arguing and fighting a lot, so my friend decided to take her things from my apartment and stay with somebody else. That was two days ago, and I've been super depressed since she left. I barely get out of bed, I haven't eaten much, and I've been sleeping a lot. When she left, it brought back flashbacks of when my ex-boyfriend took all his stuff and left my apartment. I honestly don't know what to do or how to feel anymore. It's like everybody's leaving me, and I don't know how to cope. I really try not to rely on other people to make me happy, but I just can't control where my mind goes when I'm alone. I have no motivation to do anything or to talk to anybody, even the little friends that I do have left. I was honestly thinking about calling my ex-boyfriend just to talk to him because he always knew how to make me feel better, but I know he probably never wants to speak to me again. How do I find happiness within myself and with being alone? How do I get that spark back to motivate myself into doing things I love. Thanks for taking the time to read this email. Any advice would be amazing. I love y'all and I hope y'all's quarantine is going well. Wow. I know. Poor baby. Yeah. That's the worst. And especially right now during quarantine. Yeah. It's every, every time people talk about like life situations that are coming up in quarantine, it's just, it's just so hard because it's like everything's paused. We've been put in these situations we've never had to be put in before. And, but like life is like continuing, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And so it's like, 
how do I deal with these things that already would have been hard? But now on top of it, I'm in this like isolated, lonely, like scary time. And it's just so, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I feel very similar to you. I think I've been going through some also, and I have been having the same realizations where that Taryn just said, where it's like, it's a really difficult thing, but on top of it, like I can't leave the house. I can't see friends to make me feel better. I can't have my girlfriends like rally around me. And like, even though like my roommates are amazing, but I can't like go out with my friends and like distract myself from everything, you know? So that makes this a lot harder. And if you do lean more towards depressed, then the fact that you can't leave your house or go out and distract yourself just almost automatically throws you into that like deep, dark, depressive cloud. Um, I don't think I'm an expert on this, but I, I definitely just got my very first therapist. Yeah, she did. I've never. <laughs> it's now the only button it's I the know. the only button. Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. Um, this was, I never, obviously, you guys know me. Um, we even have like <laughs> counseling sponsors all the time. I'm a big fan of it. I've just personally never done it. Um, so I accepted that like this was something I was going to need. So I did that. And I think that was a really big, important step. Um, There really is something incredible about being able to dump all of your feelings on someone who isn't involved in any way, who has an outsider's perspective and doesn't know you fully. Like there's something really cool about doing that. So it's so powerful. Yeah. If you think you're at an extreme point in your depression, then I would definitely recommend that. Um, Something that ending most people have encouraged me to do is to journal. And I'm going to be very honest, my whole life, I've wanted to be the journaling type of girl. You know, I had so many friends that were really into journals and always journaled their whole life. But for some reason, I could never keep up with it. And in my head, when I pictured journaling, I pictured this beautiful, yeah, beautifully <laughs> written literature with an intro, an outro, and Sitting a body by the window. Yeah. <laughs> with a candlelit. Yeah. And like, that's what I pictured it in my head. And um, my therapist the other day was like, well, you don't have to do that. Like, you can just jot your thoughts down. She was like, the most important thing to do is get it out of your head and onto paper so that you can handle it more effectively. Yeah. And I've been doing that and it's been really helpful. Good, Ash. So I think that's what I would recommend if you haven't done that. Yeah. Um, also, just having someone to talk to, um, whether it's your mom, your dad, a friend, a sibling, yeah, at least someone. And I think I I think the thing that's so powerful about therapy is I think subconsciously even if you don't think you are when you share your feelings or retell something or whatever even with your closest friends I think subconsciously we're always still being careful with what words we say or mm-hmm. what we share or whatever but because you're you care about that person's opinion and you care about who they are in your life and and with a lot of people you have a slight like okay if they tell someone like what what am I telling them like there's kind of that trust issue too so I think with therapy what's so cool is like you literally can like word vomit to this person they legally cannot tell anyone thank god and (laughs) like I know and I know we always joke about it, but I did go to school for that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's so cool about people who are in that field, and I think one of the reasons people always like 
tell me stuff is when I hear something, I'm not hearing it and being like, oh my God, that's weird. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I hear it and I'm like, okay, so this is a puzzle. So like, how do we figure out what the root of this is? Or like, how can I, what can I say to help provide some type of relief for this person who's hurting? You know what I mean? So when you, when you talk to a therapist, they're the ones that you share those like dreams you're so embarrassed it would never tell anyone or yeah. those thoughts that you're like, oh my God, I thought about this. Does that mean I'm like possibly going to be a killer? Because like yeah. that's something I thought about. <laughs> so I it's about like, it. I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's really cool because there's no like fear of anything. Like mm-hmm. you can just share this with them. And so, yeah, I totally piggyback on what Ash said. And like, I think that's something just from hearing what you're saying, I think you have a lot of different pieces in play. So I think it'd be good to talk to someone and kind of sort those things out. Um, one thing I want to say, say, and I think Ash can like also add to this. Um, I think there's, there's something about like when you get into that low and, um, I personally, just to be totally honest, like I just had like about of that, you know what I mean? Like I, I had probably was like three days, right? Three mm-hmm. days. Like I was in this deep like funk where I was just super sad. I was super isolated. I was like hurt by everything anyone did, even though it wasn't like anything. And I got super deep into it to the point where I was starting to scare myself because I was just like definitely reaching that whole like depressed level. Um, and I don't, I don't get to that place often. And usually I know why I'm there, but this was the first time I was like, I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like I'm just struggling right now. And so for me, what helped is I, I kind of like let myself be there and was okay with, that so I like kind of looked it straight in the head like once I kind of got to a place where I was like okay I'm I'm done with this like I don't want to feel this anymore um I had just come home from visiting my parents and I I said hi to everyone and then I said hey like I'm I'll see you guys tomorrow like I'm I'm gonna be in my room the rest of the night and they were so cool because they all knew something was weird because that's not like me (laughs) yeah um but they okay (laughs) Ashley was like you don't want to Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Word for word. (laughs) Literally. That was exactly, it was cute. Um, But they respected me. They gave me time. And I told myself, because self-talk again is so valuable. Mm -hmm. I told myself, I was like, okay, girl, you have tonight. You can be in this like pity party, put your candle on, watch a sad movie, be sad, eat crap, whatever you need to do. You have tonight. But- when you go to bed, you're resetting and you're going to wake up and this is done. Like yeah. I just, I was like very firm with myself. I love that. Um, I prayed when I went to bed. I was like, okay, God, like I need, <laughs> I need your help. Cause I'm like stuck in this. And when I woke up, I consciously made that decision of being like, cool, you're done. Like, even though I didn't know if I felt it or not, I was like, nope, new day, got yeah. up did my face routine, took control, walked downstairs, was super joyful and like happy when I said hi to you. Because even like, even that I could hear myself being like Eeyore, you know what I mean? Just being like, hi guys, like so annoying. So it was like, 
I said hi. There was a couple moments where I felt myself getting like sad and, and I really quickly was like saying mantras in my head, reminding myself like, you yeah. have all these things to be thankful. This is a new day. We're going to do this. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But for me, that was what helped is I didn't shy away from it. Like I acknowledged where I was at and I let myself, I gave myself a time limit of like, okay, yeah. like feel it tonight. You have like six hours. So you're going to sleep, like do your thing. But then tomorrow, like, let's do this. Like yeah. you're fine. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. Um, now I know that that is not something that just everyone can do. Like just say like, oh, you're out of your funk. And, and honestly, I knew that it might not work, mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's making those little conscious decisions of like, I'm going to try to like turn the page. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really valuable to just remember that those feelings, whether you, um, whether they're real or they're, um, I, I feel like I said that wrong, whether, whether they're coming from a good place or a bad yeah. place, like they're still feelings and they are real and you are experiencing yes. them. So it is good to like, let yourself go through that. Um, but they're just feelings. Yeah. Um, those are your feelings. You're not, you don't belong to them. So it is important at a certain point, once you feel yourself going down yeah. to take steps in gaining control again, um, and I do want to add one more thing with the therapist thing. I think it's really crazy how every person's going through something. Every person has mm -hmm. a burden and that's like, that's what they know. And this is the first time they've ever gone through anything like this. You know, this is huge. But um, when you're talking to someone, that's not the first time they've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not the only person who's feeling these feelings yeah. or has that particular story or went through this really weird situation that literally no one knows about or can understand. But yeah. it's like, no, actually like you're not the only human who's gone through that. And, and I've talked so to a few comforting. people. Yeah. So it's, it's comforting for me. I think just knowing that I'm not the only one, this is my story and this is my life, but I'm not the only one going through yeah. those similar situations. No, I love that. So I think that's really encouraging as well. I think too, like you said something about like, how do I get myself motivated? I think too, like, don't, what's that? What's that? Uh, that like old person saying, old person <laughs> cause saying. I literally think like a grandma sometimes like, don't put the horse, the cart before the horse before the cart. Oh shoot. That's, That's past me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but I think like for me, what I've noticed is I, sometimes I get like gung ho and I'm like, okay, like you're done. We're going to be productive tomorrow. Like blah, blah, blah. And then I end up getting lazy and not doing all these things I wanted. And then I'm down on myself. Yeah. So I would say like, do like tiny goals. Like the other day I got like cute. I dressed up and I did a couple stories and filmed myself building a Lego and that I felt so productive yeah. because I like that was what I set out to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's other days you'll set out to do something small, but then you'll get in like a role and then you'll do more. So I think just tiny baby steps, give yourself grace. Um, if you're worried about friendships, like maybe shoot a text, like mm -hmm. just a text saying like, Hey, was thinking about you today. I hope you have a good day. And even if like that doesn't you don't get the response you want or whatever. I think just you taking those little steps of initiative and trying to connect with people, I think you'll be surprised how much like just like tiny little things will start to feel good and, and help you as you're trying to get out of yeah. like the hole you're in right now, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely think it's important to include friends. And even so, if it's not specifically to share with them what you're going through right now in this pandemic that 
that we're in, a lot of people are going through stuff um, that you just don't know about, you know? Yeah, I agree. Because um, you don't see them. So I think it's important to just rule of thumb, like maybe we should start checking in on our friends. I think that's so true. We've, I mean, both Ashley shared, like she's been going through stuff. I've been going through stuff. And like, like we put my grandma in a home because she has Alzheimer's super severe, like stuff like that. Like people are having to deal with like little things that like, that was hard. And I was a mess and I was crying. And like, luckily I have, you know, I live with my best friend, but like if I hadn't and like my other friends wouldn't know I was going through this, like I haven't talked to anybody about this besides you. Yeah. So I think it's important to know, like sometimes you need to just reach out and be like, Hey, like I had a bad day. I just DM'd one of my really good friends and was like, I was like, she said, how are you? And instead of giving like a basic answer, I was like, you know, like I'm good today, but the last few days, like I've been in a major funk and like, it was kind of hard. She responded and was like, oh my gosh, me too. And I was like, see, if we would have just reached out to each other, we could have talked to each other and I could have felt connection in that like weirdly isolating couple days. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to reach out and check on people, but also you have to throw like a line out you know what I mean like you have to just reach out to people and just be like hey like I'm having like a really crappy day (laughs) like I'm just letting you know you know what I mean whether you want to talk about it or not I think that's so valuable I'm glad you brought that up yeah I've had one specific friend who I'm not quarantined with that continues to FaceTime me like all the time and it means the world to me because I, I no one else has and I'm just like wow she she really cares and she's checking in on me and I love that that like that just I don't know it just means a lot so I think if you have friends that you maybe haven't heard from in a while maybe we should all agree right now to like check in on them uh someone was saying and they applied it to work but I honestly right now I was like oh my god that can apply to friends too where it was like how how employers treat employees during this time is going to affect their business like from now on because if they're not being gracious or respectful to their employees it's going to create like a hostile work environment whatever Mm -hmm. and I honestly think that's the same with friends I think how we're being either good friends or bad friends in this time like whether we realize it or not we're gonna know because if you're like oh my gosh it's been 50 whatever days we haven't talked at all my friend hasn't reached out to me at all yeah then it's like oh okay like you you take note of that you know what I mean yeah I think it's it's putting our priorities I fully agree yeah baby girl thank you so much for sharing with us yeah no I love that thanks for this conversation and honestly like yeah we're here for you but reach out and uh you got this girl what is it so many people are breaking up it's the pandemic I know it's the pandemic it's taking over it's changing everything I just can't help but notice that I feel like almost everyone not everyone obviously but a lot of people that I've been talking to are breaking up with their partners Mm -hmm. and kind of terrifying that it's all happening at once yeah don't break up with me (laughs) (laughs) please never Um, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and Look get into me. my story. Taryn finished her, so she's going to like lay back, <laughs> relax. I'm so chill. It's right all now. done. Um, this one is really beautiful. And um, yeah, I'm just going to dive right in. Love it. The title is The Heartache of Being in Love with My Best Friend. Oof. <sighs> it's the worst.
course. Have you been in love with a best friend? Not in love. Not fully yeah. in love. I was young. I just remember being like, oh my God, he's so cute. And yeah, it just, it wasn't real. I don't but know if, this I think is a little different. Yeah. I don't know if like best, I had guy like best friends, but I don't think I was like in love with those yeah, people. I think I had a crush when I was a kid, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. so or normal you, like, at that time. thought about it. You're like, yeah. should I do you? Would I, should I, could I? Yeah. <laughs> but I have been like in love with a friend yeah. I did air quotes. You can't see me, but I did <laughs> She did. Anyhow. Okay. Diving in. Hi, guys. I'm not good at writing, but I really need some advice from people that I trust, which... Stop. You're going to make us tear up here at, on the floor me. of this closet. <laughs> Can you describe this? Taryn thing? is sitting lounge style, laid back, legs spread, and she has her microphone resting on her chest. So she's literally... <laughs> Hands free. That's that's the, the only plus about having like starfish. You look like a starfish. Big muchachas. Yeah. It's like a little table. <laughs> it's like a little table. Uh, anyways, I've written about this before and the situation has only intensified. Oh, no. For the sake of the story, let's say my name is Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Wow. Oh. I had an Alexa for my tearing it up. Yeah. And Alexis. Alexis. Interesting. Huh. I started college two years ago and it was a blast. I'm a music major and I love it more than Ooh. anything. My second semester there, I did a musical and I had so much fun. I met this boy, let's call him Daniel, who I knew through some friends and we got really close. It's hard for me to realize when I have feelings for someone. I don't know. Maybe my brain stops me from realizing because I don't want to get hurt. But somehow everyone around me knew that I liked him before I even realized it myself. <laughs> that is so true. That's such yeah. a real thing. Anyways, so I started to pine after him and got absolutely nowhere. I put my feelings on the back burner, but kept hoping, of course, that our friendship would go stronger. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the things we have in common, but let's just say that we click. Aww. We've been friends for a few years now, and my feelings have never, all caps, gone away. I've tried to move on and date other people, but I couldn't fully commit myself to anyone Dang. else because of my deep feelings for Daniel. During this quarantine, I've been alone with my thoughts and I've come to the conclusion that I'm pretty sure I'm in love with him. Aww. I say pretty sure because it scares me to admit that he's the first guy I've ever loved. And because I know he doesn't like me back. Some friends say to just tell him because they think it will help, but I'm so freaking terrified. I felt rejection before and no way in hell am I letting myself go through that with the person I care for the most. Aww. And if you're wondering if he knows that I like him, Yes, my friend overheard him talking about it a year or so ago. So he knows my feelings, and I'm not quite sure what to do. I'm an Enneagram 2. He is as hey. well. LOL. And as you know, when I care about someone, I feel everything. All caps. Taryn can attest to that. Yes. He's had some heartbreaks in the past and has had trouble opening up sometimes. And I just love being able to get him to open up. I've watched him date girl after girl. One of them was my friend, ouch. <laughs> and they oh. never, <laughs> Taryn just spoke into her coffee as if it was her microphone. I'm dead. Moving okay, on. Um, and they never seemed to work for him. I really wonder if the reason all these girls aren't working out is because we are meant to be together. I know I'm insecure, but I mean, who isn't? And I feel like maybe he doesn't like me because he's just not attracted to me. My friends say maybe he does want to be with me, but in my opinion, if a guy wants to be with you, then he'll be with you. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah, especially if statement. he knows how she feels. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. 
deep down in my romantic heart, I think someday he'll finally realize he loves me too. So I wait around. And I'm too scared to face the reality and talk to him because I'm scared I'll slip back into my depression. My heart sinks at the thought of not being with him. My therapist says to move on, but it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure so many people can relate to me, so maybe you can give us some advice. I'm desperate at this point. And the relationship I want is a lost cause. Should I move on? What do I do? Please help. Love you guys. And for reference, she included photos. Of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. They'd be a cute couple. Her kids would be gorgeous. Can we just say that? Yeah. My God. Baby girl, I Everyone's am so like, sorry. This sucks. We I want know. to see, but we will not this is share. for our eyes only, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because you can't see a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a story. Uh, this literally breaks my heart. I feel like I've known a few. I've known a few people. I'm thinking of one person in particular who grew really close with um, someone just during school and stuff and like Uh really fell for them. But the other person just wasn't interested. Yeah. That that's a really tough place to be in. Um, I'd love to hear what Taryn has to say for me personally. I think one of these things um, is that you have to kind of come to the realization of is this person being in your life helping you or hurting you? Yep. Um, if it's helping you, if you think you can't imagine life without them, no matter what, not from a romantical point, but from just like you have to have them in your life. Um, if you think they're helping you, then I would say, you know, keep them around. Let's let's try to just be friends and, and try to put our feelings aside. But if, if it's hurting you in any way, you mentioned depressed at the end. Um, if you're not being healthy because this person is in your life, then I think you're actually doing both of yourselves a favor by ending it. Yeah. Not ending, you know, like, Hey, we can't be friends, Yeah, but just start slowly distancing yourself from that person. Yeah. Um, because in the end, like this is your life and you're, you're in college, which is like some of the best years of your life. Um, I would hate for you to miss out on, on so many amazing memories and living your life to your fullest at that time because of some guy who isn't giving you the time of day, you know? Yeah. I, ugh, this is another one. <laughs> Again, we'll say, we're saying things, but don't, <laughs> I always get nervous that we're like, oh, like don't dump him or do this. And then people are going to follow and say we ruined their lives. Yeah. Again, this <laughs> we're is still waiting for people, one of those phone calls. I know. <laughs> two people who do not know all of the details or you guys personally, personally, so take or leave what we say. <laughs> um, I just think, ugh. so I think what Ash kind of going off what she said, if, if it is more painful to stick around and just hope, I mean, you mentioned the thing is, is you said a couple of things that were a little bit of red flags to me. Like one of them was like, well, maybe because he hasn't dated, it's because we're meant to be together. So I'm just going to like stick around. Yeah. Like those are things that I think you can get in a really deep hole with. Um, I personally, my like first like love back in the day, <laughs> um, I did that. I waited around for five years of like just being his friend and taking whatever attention I could get, mm-hmm. even though he would 
date other people or like do other things. And in the end, like I was so heartbroken and I, I legit wasted all of those years because I, my heart was so wrapped up in him that I didn't give the time of day to anybody else, even though there were probably like amazing guys that came and went that Mm -hmm. I just didn't notice. Yeah. So I think that for me, I think that something needs to jar him if he does have feelings for you, but just isn't acting on it. He, he, you said he knows that you like him. You guys obviously have a connection. So it doesn't make sense to me why he wouldn't act on that if he did have feelings. And maybe he's just scared. That is a possibility. But I think he needs a wake up call, which to me is you being like, hey, We obviously have this connection. I know that you know I have feelings for you. This is just too hard for me. So I'm going to need some space. And either either in the space, he's going to be like, oh, shoot, I miss her. I think I actually like her and it's going to jar him. Or he's not. And then that space is going to give you time to heal and like get back on your two feet to find who you're meant to be with. Yeah. And what's so exciting, and I've told Ashley this so many times, every time we've been like heartbroken over a guy, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, okay, but that means that God has someone even better. Yeah. So like imagine how much you're like pining over this guy or so sad you are that like it's not working out. Now imagine how much cooler it's going to be that someone even better is out there for you, which I believe I know everyone has different opinions. So I think like for my personal, what I would do, is I think you need space either way, Mm -hmm. whether that's to wake him up or to give you space to heal and move forward. That's where I'm leaning. But again, (laughs) right. Don't just do what I say and blame me later. (laughs) Yeah. And to encourage you, um, I know, I know. And I, I so know what it feels like to have your whole world revolve around someone you 100% are like I can't imagine life without you you are the center of my life like I get ready for you every day I am like planning about like how I'm going to run into you that day you know like it's so crazy how quick they take over our thoughts but the truth is um and I'm I'm gonna hopefully not hurt your feelings but I'm sure he's not that great you know, yeah. like every person is just a person and has faults and someone else out there um, will get your attention one day and they're going to become the center of your attention, yeah. you know? So it's like, there's one person that's in your life right now that might be the center of the universe, but there's, there's going to be someone else. Yeah. Well, you're the freaking prize here. Yeah. Like you're the prize. <laughs> yeah. So like every time, you know, when I hear girls and I have been so guilty of this where I am like this secret spy who's trying to make someone fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. And we need to realize that we're worth so much more than that. Yeah. Like you should have a guy that you don't have to sit around and hope for attention or hope he realizes how amazing you are. Like, freak that guy like mm-hmm. you deserve someone who is like head over heels for you mm-hmm. and who is like thinking about you constantly the way that you're thinking about this guy mm-hmm. but it should be mutual yeah so if if this fool is not like willing to give you that attention or doesn't realize what a prize he has in front of you him then like he doesn't deserve all of that from you. Yeah. So, and yeah, maybe one day he'll snap out of it and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize what was right in front of me. 
but maybe like not and maybe you are meant for someone else yeah um I think if I were you the fact that he because I've had I've had friends go through this um but the other person didn't know yeah in this instance because he does know um I personally if I were you would slowly distance myself from him um if he's not doing anything, he's not interested. He, whether he likes you or not, him not doing anything is a statement. Like that's yeah. that's him saying something. Yeah. So I would distance myself, and um, you don't have to do this huge dramatic like goodbye. No. No, no, no. I love you, and you don't love me, and our friendship can't last. It doesn't have to be like that because you already know how he feels, and yeah. apparently he already knows how you feel. Yeah. So you distancing yourself will um. Show that you prioritize yourself more than him. Yeah. And um, that'll either jar him, like Taryn said, or it won't. And either way, like, this is a good healthy step for you to move on with your yeah. own life. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It doesn't have to be... Um, like your friends were saying, tell him, I don't really see the need to, unless well, you felt like you really wanted to, like, Yeah, I mean, I out. feel like, but if they are, be like, best friends and talk all the time, like... I feel like there has to be some sort of thing, whether you make it up or not. Mm. But like for me personally, like I'm, I'm very much into just kind of like practicing my speech and coming off as like very like put together and in control, yeah. even though on the inside I might be dying, but yeah. very aloof. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> but even a simple thing of just being like, Hey, I know we're homies, but I also know like, just going to awkwardly throw it out there. I know that you know that like I'm into you yeah. and be like, so like, honestly, it's cool. Obviously you don't feel the same, but like for me, I'm going to keep being into you if we hang out all the time. Yeah. So I think I just need some space. Like I need to move on and hopefully like once I do, we can just be friends and it'll be great. Um, but I just don't right now. I just feel like I need space. Yeah. And honestly, as a guy, if he doesn't like you, he'll be like, oh, that was cool of her. Or like, mm -hmm. he'll be flattered. But if he does like you and he's just being a freaking pansy, he's going to be like, shoot. You know what I yeah. mean? Also, it's sexy as hell to like yep. speak that confidently. Yeah. So and, there's that as well. <laughs> and it's not leaving room for him to say anything mm -mm. because... I, I get being scared of being like, I don't want to confess feelings and then have to hear him say, I'm so sorry, but I don't feel for you in that yeah. way. So if you, if you go into it being like, Hey, obviously, you know, and obviously you don't feel the same, which is cool. Like you do you bro. I've literally said those exact words. <laughs> like, yeah. obviously you're not into me. It's cool. Do your own thing. But like, I just need some space because I need to like move on. And that way, like, if he does have something to say and wants to talk more, then you guys can have a bigger conversation. But also, that gives you the space to just say what you have to say and then move forward. Yeah. And then you lean on your friends when you're sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is definitely going to happen. But it's okay. It's okay to feel sad and to mourn the loss of something you wanted to create space for something that's even better. Yeah. And Alexis, it sounds like, you know, even though he might not feel the same way, he, Daniel sounds like a great guy. So I'm sure he'll be very respectful yeah. and understand and even be patient. Um, if you take time to yourself for a while, like he doesn't yeah. sound like an, like a, like a yeah. jerk, you know? No, so. and girl, you are a queen. I'm looking mm -hmm. at these photos. You are hot girl. Mm -hmm. So you are not going to have trouble finding Stunning. someone else and you deserve to have someone that showers you with affection. Yes. So 
that's that's my two cents. That's my two cents. <laughs> Take it or leave Thank it. you so much, Alexis, for sharing your yes. story. I um, want to just throw out, I was uh, looking through stories earlier this week, and I saw so many best friend relationship drama. Yeah, it's hard. Um, this happened to be the one that I chose, but um, I know that a lot of people are really resonating with the story that you just shared Yeah, and um, really needed to hear that as well. So hopefully yeah. to all of you people who wrote in stories that were similar to this, just know that we can't read them all off, but like I'm, this was going out to you as yes. well. So hopefully Agreed. that helps all of you guys. Awesome. Possum. Well, Ooh. I think, should I just end with a dad joke? Yeah, go for it. All right. Um, this is from, Oh, anonymous. It makes it, I don't know why I think it's kind of funny when they want their dad joke to be anonymous. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, how could this get your this trouble? Not gonna hurt you in Do anyway. you think? Do you think? Okay. Anonymity. Um, okay, ready? Yes. Want to hear a joke about paper? Yes. Never mind. It's terrible. Oh, <laughs> that's like a tearing it up. I know. Tearing. Want to hear another one? Terrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, why was the girl staring at the carton of orange juice? Something about squeeze. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was trying to picture what would Ashley's be on a carton of orange juice. Yeses are my favorite. What was that one you said the other day? I was dying. I don't know. I can't remember. Because um, it says concentrate. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dang it. I was thinking fresh squeezed orange juice. So freaking good. I'm going to save oh some God. of these other ones. She sent some great ones. Oh, thank God. Anywho, we freaking love all of you so much. Um, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Make sure you reach out to other people. Open make the sure, window. Open yeah. the drapes. Get Do some you light in your place. Walk. Yep. If you can. Yep. Um, Listen to more UA. Listen Send to in all your stories. UA. Also, can we just take a moment? If you're still here, you're like, a diehard and we love you and you're like the real MVP of this yep. squad of this yep. family. If you know someone who has a great story that you think should be on here, convince them to either tell it to us, give it to us or yeah. ask for permission yeah. so that you can share it with us. Because yeah. let me just say like the world needs to hear it. Yeah. And also like, I mean, obviously this is going to sound like I'm saying this because I'm like, tell everyone about us, which would be great. You should. Please. But um, <laughs> I also think like these are the story, like hearing this type of advice or mm -hmm. talking about issue is so like non-confrontational. Mm -hmm. So like if if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, my God, I have a friend who's been in love with her best friend or I have a friend who's dealing with depression and loneliness, like this is the, the goal of this is to f make people feel connected and that they're not alone yeah. and that other people are going through situations and me and Ashley, like we're not, you know, these like licensed therapists, but we're two people who genuinely love people and want to have honest conversations about life, you know? So like if you hear an episode and you're like, dude, my friend needs to hear this, like. Ashley does that to me all the time. And I've had other friends too, where I've been like, Hey, like, yeah, I've been dealing with this. And they'll just send me a link to a podcast and be like, you should hear this. And it always is so encouraging. And it means so much to me when people reach out and are like, Hey, this is something that could help you. Yeah. And we need to do more stuff like that. Instead of just having a friend say like, Oh yeah, I've been having a hard time with this and being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll pray for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. great. But I think that there are so many resources out there, whether it's us or whether it's something else, like we we need to like give people tangible ways that they can help. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no. Am I making any no, sense? No, there, I think they're tools. Yes. I think 
this can be a tool yes. um, to help people get through life. And that makes me, doesn't like, I don't know about you, when someone sends me a link to something or like a book recommendation or something, yeah. it like means so much because I'm like, they care enough to like put effort into like, yeah. hey, here's this thing. Or, you know, I know that they might not have remembered it right away, but they probably went and looked up, looked up the episode, got the link and sent it to me. And yeah. just to know that someone put effort into like, oh my God, I got you. Like, here's yeah. something that could help. It just means so much. So yeah, like not only did they think of you, but they took yeah. the time, the like 30 seconds it takes yes. um, to actually like send you the link because yeah. that means that it really resonated with them and that they thought of you. Yeah, no, I so, freaking love that. Yeah. So again, it sounds like a like self plug promo. And I mean, I guess it is a little bit. It but is, that's fine. I just think we need to be, take efforts to help people not feel alone and Share feel the love. So Anywho, uh, follow us on our, all our socials. We'll talk um, to you guys soon. And we freaking love you. Uh, that's all for now. <laughs> that's okay, that's bye. Now. Bye. <laughs>